Welcome to Zichu Dafsi Mani Maim Rabbi Avram Goldai and today Masechus Kedushin Daf Yedal, the first parakei Yishen Nignes. The Zichu Masechus Kedushin program has been generously sponsored as a schutz for Hachazakas Torah. So the three topics we're going to focus on: number one, the Mishnah Daf Beis Amanav taught that a Yavam is acquired through relations and becomes permitted through Chalitza or the death of the Yavam. The source for acquiring with relations is Yavama Yavu Alel or Kachol Her Yavam will have relations with her and take her as his wife. Still, she cannot be acquired with all three methods of an ordinary wife because the Pasuk says the Yibma, excluding the others. She becomes permitted to remarry through Chalitza, as the Pasuk says, the Nikra Shmobi Yisrael, based Chalutz Hanaal. Its name shall be called in Yisrael, the house of the one with the removed shoe, teaching that once the shoe is removed, she's permitted to any Yisrael. The Yavim's death permits her based on a Kavach Homer. If a married woman whose adultery is punishable by death becomes permitted through her husband's death, then the Yavama, whose adultery is only a love, should certainly become permitted with the Yavim's death. Although a married woman is uniquely permitted with a get, a Yavama too goes out with Chalitza, which substitutes a get. The Gemara asks that perhaps a husband's death permits a married woman because he caused the prohibition, and Ravashi responds that a Yavam too causes the Yavama's prohibition. Point number two, the next mission states, Eved Ibi Niknem Bekesev Ubeshtar, a Jewish servant, is acquired with money and with a document, Vakona Atzma Beshani Beyovu Ubegiron Kesev, and he acquires himself with the completion of six years, the arrival of Yovo, and paying the deduction of money from the original purchase price based on time served. Anama Ivria additionally acquires herself with Simanim, signs of physical maturity. Anirza, a servant who chooses to stay beyond six years, is acquired with Ritzia, boring his ear against a door and goes free with Yovo and the master's death. The Torah teaches that an Amaivria can be redeemed by a deducting The Torah teaches that an Amaivria can be redeemed by deducting time served from her original purchase price. This indicates she was originally purchased with money, proving that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with money. Although she can also be married with money, there's a heckish comparing her to an Evid Ivri. Although that Pasuk discusses a servant sold by Basin, who can be sold against his will, a servant who sells himself willingly can be derived from it either through a Gezer Shava of Sakhir Sakhir or a Vav connecting the topics. And point number three, Abraissa discusses four distinctions between a servant who sells himself and one sold by Basin. Number one, One who sells himself may be sold for six years or more. But one sold by Basin is only sold for six years. Number two, One who sells himself cannot have his ear bored to remain after completing his term. But one sold by Basin can have his ear bored to remain. Number three, one who sells himself does not receive Hanaka gifts given when he leaves, but one sold by Basin does. And number four, the master cannot give a shivcha Khananis to have offspring for the master to one who sells himself, but can to one sold by Basin. Molazar disputes all these distinctions, saying that both types of servants are only sold for six years, can be nirza, receive gifts upon leaving, and can be given a shivcha Khananis. The Gemara initially suggests they argue that there's a gazer shav of sakir sakir connecting the two topics, but then says that each dispute can be explained independently. So once again, the three points are number one, the Mishnah Daf Beis Amadav taught that a Yavama is acquired through relations and becomes permitted through Chalitza or the death of the Yavam. The source for acquiring with relations is Yavama Yavalel or Kachololo Isha. Her Yavam will have relations with her and take her as his wife. Still, she cannot be acquired with all three methods of an ordinary wife because the Pasuk says the Yibma, excluding the others. She becomes permitted to remarry through Chalitza, as the Pasuk says, the Nikra Shmobi Yisrael, based Chalutz Hanaal. Its name shall be called in Yisrael, the house of the one with the removed shoe, teaching that once the shoe is removed, she's permitted to any Yisrael. The Yavim's death permits her based on a Kavach Homer. If a married woman whose adultery is punishable by death becomes permitted through her husband's death, then the Yavama, whose adultery is only a love, should certainly become permitted with the Yavim's death. 
Although a married woman is uniquely permitted with a get, a Yavamu too goes out with chalitza, which substitutes a get. The Gemara asks that perhaps a husband's death permits a married woman because he caused the prohibition, and Ravashi responds that a Yavam too causes the Yavama's prohibition. Point number two, the next mission states, Eved Ivi Nikna Bekesev Ubeshtar, a Jewish servant, is acquired with money and with a document, Vakona Atzma Beshani Beyovu Ubegiron Kesev, and he acquires himself with the completion of six years, the arrival of Yovo, and paying the deduction of money from the original purchase price based on time served. Anama Ivriya additionally acquires herself with Simanim, signs of physical maturity. Anirza, a servant who chooses to stay beyond six years, is acquired with Ritzia, boring his ear against a door and goes free with Yovo and the master's death. The Torah teaches that an Amma Ivriya can be redeemed by a deducting The Torah teaches that an Amma Ivriya can be redeemed by deducting time served from her original purchase price. This indicates she was originally purchased with money, proving that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with money. Although she can also be married with money, there's a heckish comparing her to an Evid Ivri. Although that Pasuk discusses a servant sold by Basin, who can be sold against his will, a servant who sells himself willingly can be derived from it either through a Gezer Shava of Sakhir Sakhir or a Vav connecting the topics. And point number three, Abraissa discusses four distinctions between a servant who sells himself and one sold by Basin. Number one, One who sells himself may be sold for six years or more. But one sold by Basin is only sold for six years. Number two, One who sells himself cannot have his ear bored to remain after completing his term. But one sold by Basin can have his ear bored to remain. Number three, one who sells himself does not receive ha'anaka, gifts given when he leaves, but one sold by basin does. And number four, the master cannot give a shivcha chananis to have offspring for the master to one who sells himself, but can to one sold by basin. Molazer disputes all these distinctions, saying that both types of servants are only sold for six years, can be nirza, receive gifts upon leaving, and can be given a shivcha chananis. The Gemara initially suggests they argue with this gezer shav of sakr sakr, connecting the two topics, but then says that each dispute can be explained independently. All right, so now we go to Simon Daf Yudalad, and a standard Simon is a hand, a yud. We often use a juggler for the Simon, a juggler. So here goes. The Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died, and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kavachomer, decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kesef, and saw an Evid sold by Basin show off his bored ear to a Mokra Atzmo, who looked in disgust. Once again, some motion. The Yavama who was juggling diamonds, juggling, that must be run down. Yadawad, Yad. The Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer, which reminds the Gemara brings the source of the Kinyanim of a Yavam. The Yavam's death permits her based on a Kalvachomer. If a married woman whose adultery is punishable by death becomes permitted through her husband's death, then the Yavama whose adultery is only a love should certainly become permitted with the Yavam's death. So the Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Chomer, decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kesev, which reminds the Gemara brings the Kenyanim of an Evid Ivri and the source for acquiring an Evid with money. The Torah teaches that an Ama Ivri can be redeemed by deducting time served from her original purchase price. This indicates she was originally purchased with money, proving that an Evid Ivri may be acquired with money. So the Yavama who's juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kesef and saw an Evid sold by Basin show off his bored ear to a Mokra Atzmo who looked 
in Discuss, which reminds us that Bryce discusses four distinctions between a servant who sells himself and one sold by Basin, one of them being that a mocher atzmo eno nirza, one who sells himself cannot have his ear bored to remain after completing his term. Macharu Basin nirza, but one sold by Basin can have his ear bored to remain. Rabbi disputes all the distinctions, saying that both types of servants are only sold for six years, can be nirza, receive gifts upon leaving, and can be given a shifcha chananis. So once again, the Yavama who was juggling diamonds and received word that her Yavam died and she was permitted to the Shuk from a Kalvachomer decided to use the gems to be Kona and Evid with a Kenyan Kazif and saw an Evid sold by Basin show off his bored ear to Mokra Asmo who looked in disgust. Alright, so now it's time for Forblabach Hazara. Daf Yud. So the similar Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. After the minion, minion, minion of Yidin? That must mean Daf Yud. After the minion of diamond dealers with diamonds said to Lassim, all agreed that it's Sofbia, not Chilasbia. The effects Kedushim, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Chilasbia Kona, does the beginning of the act of relations acquire for Kedushim or Sofbia Kona? Or does the end of the act of relations acquire? It brings two Nefkaminas. A Mamer quotes Rub's conclusion, Koel Boel, anyone who has relations, Dato al his mind is on the completion of relations, and that is the time condition will take effect. So, after the minion of diamond dealers with diamond stud to Lasim, all agreed that it's Sophia, not Chiosbia, that affects Kedushin. They got so involved in the heat of whether Bia for Kedushin also affects Nasuin, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, Bia, Nasuin Osa, do relations done for Kedushin affect Nasuin as well, or Erison Osa, or do they only affect Erison? The Nafkaminas are the three halachas that come into effect after Nasuin. Liyorsha, to inheritor, Latamila, to become tummy for her burial. If he's a Kohen, will offer Nindare and to avoid her Nadarim. So after the minion of diamond dealers with diamond studded to lacing, all agreed that it's Sophia, not Chiosbia, that affects Kedushin. They got so involved in Nehida Machokas, whether Bia for Kedushin also affects Nasuin, that they didn't notice the Sadarus de Kohen after relations sitting at the table who wasn't permitted to eat. Truma, which reminds us the more brings him out is why in Arusa, Avakon after relations cannot eat Truma. Dafyadov, so the Simon Dafyadov is stars based on the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The girl standing under the diamond shaped stars at night, stars, that must be on Daf Yadolov. The girl standing under the diamond-shaped stars at night refused to accept Kesav Kedushin less than a dinar, which reminds us that this stuff primarily discusses reasons for Beishamai's ruling that Kedushin with money requires a dinar. Rabbi Zer offers the first explanation. A woman is particular regarding herself and doesn't agree to become married for less than a dinar. Beishamai is not discussing a case where a woman would stretch out her hand and accept even less than a dinar. Rather, he's referring to where the woman did not see the money given to her because she accepted it at night or appointed a shalit to accept Kedushin for her, in which case Beishamai assumes that a woman does not consent to Kedushin for less than a dinar. So the girl standing under the diamond-shaped stars at night who refused to accept Kesef Kedushin less than a dinar was thrilled when she saw a young man approach with some Kesef Tzuri, which reminds us Rav Yosef explains Beishamai's ruling based on the statement of Ravasi, Kol Kesef Amr Batora Kesef Tzuri, any Kesef mentioned the Torah refers to Tyrian currency, Michel Divram Kesef Medina, and any Kesef mentioned by the rabbis refers to provincial currency. Tyrian currency was made from pure silver and didn't have a pruta, which is from copper. Since the Torah required a silver coin for Kedushin by indicating Kesef, it's understood that a coin of significant value is required, which Beishamai interprets to be a dinar. So the girl standing under the diamond-shaped stars at night who refused to accept Kesef Kedushin, less than a dinar, was thrilled when she saw a young man approach with some Kesef Tzuri, who was accompanied by his Ami Iria he purchased for a dinar. Which reminds us, Reish Lakish explains, that Beishamai derives the minimum amount for Kedushin from the minimum amount for the sale by Ami Iria, a Jewish maidservant, which is a dinar. Daf Yud Beis, so the symbol Daf Yud Beis is twelve brothers. So here goes. Six of the diamond brothers, six brothers and another six, twelve brothers all together? That must be more on Daf 
Yudbeis. Six of the Diamond Brothers were so busy worrying that the data man gave their sister for Kedushin was worth a Shabapruta and Madai, which reminds us the Gemara relates that a man once gave a woman a date for Kedushin and Shmuel ruled that even if an entire core of dates is only worth a dinner and a single date is less than a Pruta, she's considered married. Chayshin and Shem and Shabapruta and Madai were concerned that perhaps it's worth a Pruta and Madai where dates are less available. So, Six of the Down brothers are so busy worrying that the data man gave their sister for Kedushin was worth a Shabapruta and Madai. And the other six brothers were distracted telling the mother of the man who was Makadashir with a blue stone the day earlier that they don't believe her that it was worth a Shabapruta, which reminds us a man once married a woman with a blue stone and another man married her afterwards. Rav Chista evaluated the stone to see if it was worth a Pruta to determine if she was married to the first or second man. After Rav Chista determined that the stone was not worth a Pruta and she was married to the second man, the first man's mother told Rav Chista that the stone was worth a Pruta on the day of the condition. Rav Chisa responded, Love kol kaminach da asras la'abasva is not within your ability to prohibit her to the second man through your testimony. So, six of the Diamond Brothers are so busy worrying that the date a man gave their sister for Kedushin was worth a Shavapruta Madai, and the other six brothers were distracted telling the mother of the man who was Makadosh with the blue stone the day earlier that they don't believe her that it was worth a Shavapruta, that they didn't notice that their other sister sat in silence after a man told her she should become Mukadeshes with the four Zuz wrapped in the Hadassim he gave her earlier, which reminds us a man once married a woman with a mat of hadasim. When he was told it was worth less than a pruta, he responded, let her become married with the farzuz wrapped inside it. She kept the money and was silent. Rava said, The case is silence after money was given. And any silence after money is given is meaningless and does not constitute consent. So the simmer Daf Yud Gimel is a bar mitzvah boy. So here goes. The bar mitzvah boy, bar mitzvah boy, that must mean we're on Daf Yud Gimel. The bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit, who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for kedushim, which reminds us, the relates that a man once stole ribbons from a woman, and when she asked for them, he responded, "If I give them to you, will you be married to me?" She accepted them and was silent. But Nachum ruled that she can say, "Ain shakli vididi shakli." Yes, I took them, but I took that which was mine and did not accept them as kedushim. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin. Wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabo. Which reminds Rav Yudah quoted Shmuel, Anyone who does not know the laws of a gin and Kedushin should have no involvement in them. Rav Yochanan added, And those who involve themselves without qualification are worse for the world than the generation of the flood. So the bar mitzvah boy standing at the diamond-shaped pulpit who was shocked when a man stole a ribbon from a girl and then handed it to her for Kedushin wisely refused to get involved because he wasn't qualified and it would be worse than bringing a mabel and shared that he had plans to bring the oil for his late mother because she booted the Raisa and she died after bringing her chata. Which reminds us two disputes of record which revolve around if she booted the Raisa. The obligation of a person's property is beholden to a debt biblically requiring payment after his death. A mission states about a woman who gave birth who brought her requisite chatas but died before bringing her Ola, that her heirs must bring her Ola. Shmuel qualifies this, it only applies where she designated an Ola while she was still living. But if she didn't, her heirs do not bring an Ola. The Gemara deduces that he holds Shibuda loved the Raisa. The obligation on her inherited property is not beholden biblically. Rabbi Yochanan says the heirs must bring her Ola even if she did not designate one because he holds Shibuda the Raisa. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which step do we learn that anyone who does not know the halachos of Gittin and Kedushin should have no involvement in them? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number two. Which stuff do we learn? Reish Lakish explains Beishamli's ruling that a woman is acquired with a dinar is based on the law of an Amma Ivri who cannot be purchased for less than a dinar. That's on Dav. Yud Good number three. 
which that they learned, Kosh Tikusa Dorachim Matamaos Rab Kumhi. Any silence after money was given is meaningless and does not constitute consent. That's on Dav. Yud Beis. Good number four. Which of them learned the different ways that an Evid has acquired one of them being through a Kenyan Kasef? That's on Dav. Yedala. Good number five. Wish that the Rebchista tell a mother of a man who was Makadish a woman with a blue stone with worth less than a pruta, that it's not within her ability to prohibit a woman to a second man through her testimony. That's on Dav. Yud Beis. Good number six. Wish that the Rebchista whether there are four distinctions between a Mokra Atzmo and a Mokro Basin, one of them being that only a Mokro Basin can become a Nirza. That's on Dav. Yedala. Good number seven. Which step of the question whether a man can be Makanish a woman with an item he stole from her? That's on Dav. Yud Gimel. Good number eight. Which step of the one if someone says to a woman, be married to me with a mana, and he gave her a mashkun for it, she's not married because mana inkan, mashkun inkan. That's on Dav. Ches. Good number nine. Which step of the question whether trios biakona or sof biakona? That's on Dav. Yud, good. And number 10, which of the women that a Yavam's death permits the Yavama to the Shuk based on a call of Homer? That's on Dav. Yud, Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldham Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.